Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Hello, everybody. We're back for day 14 of streaming in place, and I'm very excited. Several reasons. First of all, I get to see the beautiful shining faces of so many of our listeners who have just been hanging out with us in Zoom, but we've been keeping like no video, no audio, because uh, of Jackass Zoom bombers, but also just for the for the data and the Wi-Fi uh, bandwidth. Uh, today we are though lifting that veil and talking with everyone about Lucifer season one and. I'm very excited to see what everybody has to say. So we're going to start off, we're going to kick things off by, I'm going to throw it at Tanya first, and then we're going to go down the list and see how people say what, the, you know, how they're feeling about this season and what they've enjoyed and, and all of that good stuff. So let's, Tanya, welcome hey. to the podcast. Thank you for hanging well, out with us. How's thank it been? Thank you. Thank you. You guys make my 2.30 wonderful every day. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> first of all, I just love Lucifer, just because I feel from the beginning, they kind of knew what kind of show they were. And I appreciated that. Now, did it go perfectly the season one? I kind of didn't like the Palmetto. However, <laughs> they got who they were, which I think led to them picking the right cast. And I am always about an ensemble cast. And I think that they picked the right ones to be in this group. So I just love it. <laughs> but I was, when every time you guys said something about the Palmetto storyline, I was just like, I am so glad I was not by myself with that boring, boring, boring story. <laughs> <laughs> For people who are listening at home, there are some fist pumps happening. Allison's very oh. excited. Some people are, people are, Scotty's very excited. There, That's a, just a oh. universal, like, thread for the people hanging out in the zoom <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure I, I it's like somebody bought into it and they didn't want to let it go mm -hmm. so they said we got to do it for the whole season because we bought into it at the beginning but they needed to let it go <laughs> <laughs> they're like we know where we're going with this whole mouth yeah tricksy thing so we can't un not do it but like it's very much a yeah grin and bear it yeah. But like I said, but thankfully, because you guys knew what kind of show you were and you were wonderful with your casting, it it helped to get me through the season where I was still like, I love Lucifer. Okay, so favorite character in season one, favorite performance in season one, same or different? Go. My favorite character is probably Maze, because <laughs> she's like, amazing. <laughs> um, I love that her best friend is a little girl <laughs> um and I love her relationship with Lucifer mm -hmm. like they just have the kinship of I'm gonna be there for you you know even if I hate this place even <laughs> if you know your guys are using me you know She's just has Lucifer's back. So I like that. Now, what was, was that the only question? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and, and if there's a different actor, if that's a different question for you, like if there's a performance that you really like this season too. Trixie. <laughs> right? Trixie. Yeah. I love all of Trixie. And that says a lot for me to like a kid actor. Because mm -hmm. I don't normally like kid actors. <laughs> I, that's a terrible thing to say. However, normally they're too precocious, but I feel like she is, she fits the role of a little kid. She's a little kid in all her scenes. She's not above her age in all of her scenes. And one of my favorite was when um, at the end when I, I can't remember what episode, but 
they get to the house, her, um, Lucifer, and um, I can never remember the main character, female. Um, but anyway, she, Chloe. So she goes to say, I'm going to go change, but don't wake up Tr Trixie. And then what does she do? He goes and throws something at her. And I love that she walks out of the room with the little animal and said, did you throw this at me? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I mean, that was just like, like, I'm not going to let you get away with that. And then she, you know, he knows that she likes cake or whatever, and she won't take the payment through cake this time. She's like, I want cash because you're Lucifer. <laughs> Morning <laughs> you, star. You've got cash. Come on. <laughs> you've got cash. I've, I've seen your bar. Come on, pay up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So that's that was my that was probably one of my favorites. Any any scene with her, but that was one of my favorites when she's yeah. walking out with the stuffed animal. Like, did you throw this at me? It's <laughs> pretty great. And even just like her with Dan when he's like naked in her bed, she's like, "This is I, this is a power position right now. I am right. in a good negotiating position, exactly. and I will be making the most so of this." She is learning from every adult in her life, mm -hmm. but she's still a little kid. But yeah. she's learning from each one of you all. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I am. So, I we we know I love Trixie, so I am very right. glad that it's not because like sometimes I feel like I'm like everybody likes Trixie, yes, but I feel like I'm a little overboard sometimes compared to normal Lucifer viewers. So I'm glad Tanya that you're with me on this because she's. I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> well, I'm gonna throw it over to Scotty next. So Scotty, thank you for hanging out with us. It's been so fun. Uh, what? Where are you at with Lucifer season one? Remind me, this is your first time watching it, right? Yes, I have never watched Lucifer before. I'm brand new to uh, Devil Cop, Good Cop. <laughs> and how's it been? Um, okay. When it started, I didn't know if we didn't have this like chance to see people and listen to funny people every day. And also we're all um, sheltering in place. I don't know if I would have stuck with Lucifer, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, and also on the other hand, I think Tanya is exactly correct. Lucifer knows exactly what it is as a show. And um, sometimes you just want to like watch people solve crimes. Like you just want a procedural that's kind of fun and different. And I think that, um, I think I said in the chat yesterday, this stuff about like, um, the the theological, ethical, moral conundrums that Lucifer is constantly grappling with, especially with Dr. Linda, are soup are like super good and interesting. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. And especially the last two episodes I thought were like suspenseful and exciting and I was into it. Nice. Like once it got from the once it got from the like I really liked the cult murder episode. Uh -huh. And y'all were all like, eh, it's fine. I was like, no, this episode was cool. Um <laughs> Yeah. So that was your pivot point then so far. I think so. But there've been little, like there's been delight um, all the way through like uh, Trixie, the bomb. She's, <laughs> she's not written in such a way that she's like too sassy to be believable as an actual kid. She just seems like a really cool kid. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Linda is <laughs> aces perfection, the best in every single fucking scene she's in. Oh no. Can I cuss? Uh, go ahead. Full range of expression. Okay. And I love, I think Lucifer is hysterical. One of the greatest joys of my life right now is hearing him go previously on Lucifer whenever <laughs> I watch the next episode. Like, yeah, thank you for putting mustard onto the previously on announcement, sir. Mm -hmm. You're doing <laughs> the Lord's work. 
Very nice. Very nice. Well, Elson wants you to tell me what else you started watching. So are you watching something else? Yeah, because um, I can only watch one Lucifer a day. And sometimes I want more heisting, crime-solving, adventure of the week fun on in the background while I'm alone working from home. And Allison has talked about it a lot. And so has my geeky sister. She's waggling her eyebrows. I have started <laughs> watching Legends of Tomorrow. Yay! Oh, oh, there's a, there are like fist pumps. There's, Ooh, there's a lot of fist pumps happening. Oh, there's dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is a very, this is a very pro legends chat here. <laughs> Tanya, do you watch legends? Are you a legends fan? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, look, she's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to check that out with, you know, just jump in with season two. It's on Netflix. Highly yeah, recommend. Yeah, I started with season one, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is a romp. And Allison and my sister were both like, okay, you can skip to season two at any time. And I was like, Just okay. Like... <laughs> but, it's, but you were okay with season one? I mean, so far, there were one performance that I clocked immediately as being <clears throat> bad. <laughs> Only one, uh, though. That's better than I would say. You're nicer than me. I. It may just be... Um, the sheer delight at seeing Victor Garber, whom I adore unreservedly on my television slash laptop screen again, mm-hmm. um, might be blinding me Yeah, to season one's flaws. <laughs> See, what I'm intrigued by is that Marcus has just jumped into the chat to say he's only seen season one. And oh. that is very interesting to me. So, uh, Marcus, if you're up for, for chatting, this we will come back to this when it is your turn to talk, if you are, if you would like to talk, uh, like, just, you know, as opposed to just through the chat, because uh, I'm fascinated. But for right now, theoretically, we're talking Lucifer. So I'm going to yes, say the same question to you. Favorite character, favorite performance, favorite episodes? What, what, what stands out for you so oh, far in season one? I love this question, and I think my top favorites are Lucifer, Dr. Linda, closely followed by Trixie, and then runner-up, Dan the Douche. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the top two are definitely Lucifer and Dr. Linda, and I'm going to say favorite performance is Lucifer, and favorite character is Dr. Linda. Okay. Yeah, no, Dr. Linda's amazing. I love her. uh, She's so smart, and she is so funny, but is also – the joke is never – like her incompetence or goofiness. Like she is hysterical, but she's constantly super, super smart and super good at her job. Mm-hmm. I love her. I'm just, I'm just so very here for people who are good at their jobs. I will watch them yeah. and regardless of the genre, regardless, like reality competition TV. This is why I'm not a nailed yeah. it person, though other people love it. It's not for me because I want to see people who are really good at what they do totally. in reality TV, as opposed to like just powering through and doing your best with a good spirit, yeah. which is why people like nailed it. But um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. Dr. Linda's amazing. Um, okay. I, f- I feel like uh, it's time for Lurker to, to chime in here. <laughs> So, so Lurker. For me. Yeah. Uh, Scotty says, what a reveal. For those of you who don't know, I am Noel's partner. Um, and this is my second time watching Lucifer all the way through. Um, I, I stopped out actually most of the way through season three. So I need to clean up season three and do season four. Mm-hmm. But um, I've watched the whole run. I watched it while it was on week to week. And tried desperately to get other people into it. <laughs> no one would listen. <laughs> um, so I love Lucifer. Um, and I was most surprised by how um, how much more solid the first season was than I expected it to be. Um, obviously, I'm not 
the, the point of this for me is not the procedural piece. Um, I think it's an important part because it, um, if it was just about the Lucifer stuff and the theological piece, you know, if, if we weren't doing a case of the week, um, it, I think would get very bogged down. Um, and so I think having the case of the week is really important, but also it doesn't really matter that much. It should matter more. I don't, uh, sometimes, <laughs> but I, I think it's not the point. And um, so I think if it's a fun case of the week, um, if it's played well by guest actors, which they are often very good at picking their guest actors for that, um, I, I don't care as much if it's a, a weak case because I don't care that much about it. I, I care more about how it relates to the rest of the story or what it does for us and the characters. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I just, I just love it. It's just, it's people having a really good time doing what they're doing. I think that's one of the biggest things that I get from a lot of the actors is that they are just really, sometimes they really get to ham it up and they just dig it so much. Um, I was, it is, it's just so fun. Um, and I was also uh, surprised. I really disliked Chloe in season one. The first time I watched it, I remember feeling like that actress was terrible and that this character is just so wooden. Um, and I don't know if it's being colored by, you know, um, things they let her do a little bit late, you know, later in the series run, but it feels, no, I agree, Scotty. It's definitely still a little, yeah, rough. Um, but there's more there, there to her performance than, than I remembered there being. So that was, that's always fun to mm -hmm. discover. Um, yeah, and Trixie's the best. I'm surprised that other Lucifer fans that it's not all about Trixie because she's amazing. Um, I think my favorite um, moment of the season was probably when she rolls up into Lux by herself in her like drag queen get up as, as Maze points out um, and just like pulls herself up to the bar just like it's it's totally normal. So world weary, just like, yeah. oh, man. They're fighting over me again, which usually like, it's really sad when you think about it. <laughs> but just the way she expresses that and the just straightforwardness, I guess, of, of the way that that's played um, and that she was definitely gonna drink whatever it was that maze poured her so it's a good reason it was just iced tea as allison was pointing out um the other week but uh just yeah no she's just so spot on all the time uh and i'm really excited for this stuff for all of you to see all the stuff that happens later in the seasons in the other seasons with trixie um because there's some really really good stuff um and my favorite character is probably also Dr. Linda. Um, yeah. 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 I like Lucifer a lot, especially the way that um, Ellis inhabits him. Um, but I think my favorite character is Dr. Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We need to take a moment because it's taken such restraint for me to not to interrupt you guys because all the cats have been making appearances in the Zoom. They're <laughs> all very good girls and boys and they're very beautiful. Uh, and so that's if I'm making silly faces, it's because like Simon popped in and Nancy popped in and Momo popped in and you're just so cute. Okay. I was also <laughs> listening to what you were saying though. <laughs> I, so, I, and I'm, I'm super on board. Uh, what has the difference been for your 
review experience watching it like as a daily binge. I mean, it's different than a binge binge, but as a mm-hmm. daily binge versus week to week. Because I feel like some of this pacing, and even just without commercials on Netflix. Yeah, I. That's a really good question. Um, you should have well, sent her the questions in advance, Kate. Yeah, I should have. No, that, that was on me. Um, <laughs> if I if I had known the secret identity, I could have. <laughs> No, I was getting distracted by Noel, like, staring at me while I'm talking. Um, but, no, um, I think it's it's really hard, as, as you all have been saying each time we have one of these, that it's really hard not to just keep going. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me that doesn't understand how I watched it on a weekly <laughs> basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it just lends itself so well to just kind of rolling forward right? Because it's so fun. Or occasionally they do these, um, you know, little cliffhangers that really feel like you have some momentum on them. Um, even if there's issues with those two parters, it still feels like you want to keep going. Um, but I, I don't think the lack of commercials thing has played my, my experience at all. Cause I've been doing the, um, season three completely on, on Netflix, but, um, yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing. Um, I think just being able to, like I said, there's a lot more there there in a lot of performances than I remembered there being. Um, so, and I think maybe actually watching the one a day rather than the binging lets me pay attention to those things more. Um, and you so, get to watch it with me And I get to watch now. it with him. And it's, I also get to lord it over him when he's like, oh, that's really frustrating that X thing hasn't happened. Or <laughs> I wish Y thing. And I'd be like... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Well, next I'm going to throw it over to Keenan. Uh, and, and then also, I, I feel like, Allison, if you would tag in here, because if nothing else, we need a discussion of Dr. Linda's lingerie. <laughs> but I also want to know everything that you're thinking about. So, Allison, I'm tagging you in. And Keenan, how are you feeling about this season? Well, it's been interesting coming back. I have seen the show all the way through once before on Netflix. So I never watched it week to week. I've never seen it with commercials. And the first go around, it was definitely kind of a background binge show because it's a procedural. And I love a procedural, especially in these trying times. I like a formula. I like a pattern. I like a resolution at the end of each episode with the bad guy is in jail and we don't have to worry about um, carceral politics and how they are largely unjust and racist, etc. We can just be like, yay, our buds solved the thing. Um, the first time through, I definitely watched it with a little bit of a snarky chip on my shoulder where I was just like, oh my God, what is happening? And I think a lot of the time, and I, I've noticed this, my rewatch of season one has been very disjointed because I was starting at the beginning, but also trying to catch up on the podcast, but also trying to stay on top of each day's Zoom episode. So it's all been like horribly out of order and po- I I'm not following the plot very well this go around, so I don't really have anything uh, terribly insightful to say, but I think my brain does keep tripping up. Like every time Lucifer comes very, very close to calling himself the son of God and the the writing writes right around that, I'm just like, wait, theologically, what are we talking about here? (laughs) Like where they're like, God is your father, but we're not acknowledging Jesus. (laughs) Like (laughs) theologically, they're really really just kind of dancing and pirouetting around stuff where I'm just like, this makes 
theologians everywhere scream, but um, it is a fun show. One thing that I've noticed this time because I was on the lookout for lingerie and I have to say somehow like I managed to miss all of Dr. Linda's lingerie shots in my rewatch. I don't know, Allison, what I did wrong. Like somehow, I know that we see Dr. Linda and Lucifer like having a great time, but every time I glance at the screen, she like had a sheet up over her boobs. So I couldn't see her lingerie. The good news is there's not a shortage of lingerie on the show. My take on the lingerie is similar to something Scotty and I were talking about with respect to Lux and how I can't decide if it's intentional or a failure of creativity that the demonic hedonism aesthetic is kind of boring um, and kind of like corporate <laughs> and slick. Um, they're like, uh, oh, this is sexy. So that means a plain black triangle top and hot pants. And I'm just like, oh, but you know, when when you think of like, the devil can have whatever he wants and he can go on this like hedonistic binge through like every permutation of desire and decadence and opulence and what could that mean and the result is lux <laughs> you're just mm -hmm. like what the hell <laughs> um you know i i saw this amazing burlesque show once in new york where it was like 18th century ballet and court dance crossed with burlesque. Um, you look at something <laughs> like Dita Von Teese, um, you look at my blog, um, there's just a lot more there than like leather, uh, wide gauge fishnets and hot pants. Like there was even some poor actress playing a murder victim at the, 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 the virginal football players house party. And she's just lying on the gurney with the body bag zipped up to her belly button so that we have shot after shot after shot of just like her bra encased breasts. Like there's no reason why that body bag needed to stay unzipped to the waist, like, come on. <laughs> and it was like a really boring <laughs> department store bra. Like it was fine, it was red and it was black, but um, even in the Priest Walks Into a Bar episode when they bring in the like sexy nun dancers, it's all contour cup bras, which are, for those of you who don't know, a contour cup bra is the ones that are like molded out of one thing. And the thing has been molded into a shape instead of having seams that have been stitched together to make the bra cup. It's all like one thing. And those are very, very common and typical, but they're also deeply precisely American and deeply precisely American mall. Um, and I just, it's so boring but but on the flippity flop there's something to be said for the idea that like well is evil kind of banal like is there a banality and boringness to evil like maybe that's what they were going for but I don't think that's what they were going for I mm. think it's just <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like um most of the things that we desire are fundamentally boring like we all have a kind of flat sameness when it comes to our own hedonistic impulses. I don't know. Yeah. I think all of that's very interesting. I think part of the reason you missed all the Dr. Linda lingerie is it was right at the beginning. So if you weren't paying super attention to those early episodes, because I mean, they stopped banging like 
I don't know, five, six episodes in, something like that. Yeah, like she she definitely like turned it around real fast. I love guys, oh, yeah. Dr. Linda is absolutely hands down the best person in the whole world, let alone. <laughs> so, so speaking of who is your favorite performance of the season okay. and your favorite character? And then if you can remember, because I know you said it's foggy, like a favorite episode. Yeah. Um I think the first go around, sometimes when actors are tasked to do genuinely fairly challenging uh, things, as happens to a lot of actors on the CW where like they have to cry and give a speech in the face of like a CBI, CGI like dragon monkey or something like that's not physically there in front of them. Like that's very hard to do and also look beautiful whilst weeping steadily. Like props to any actor who appears on the CW. Theirs is a harder job than many people think. Um, but there is something that happens, and it happened with Sleepy Hollow too. And it happens when I read some historical romance novels, where like my threshold of embarrassment kicks in, and I'm just like, "Oh no, you had to say that out loud." So, in that respect, um, like hats off to Tom Ellis. The first go around, like I had to kind of watch him like this um, because my own personal vicarious embarrassment threshold is so very low. Um, but this go around, I was like, this man is game for anything. He has absolutely no fear. He's just like, oh, is this what you want? I'm going to do the thing times 1,000. Um, so I did, obvi and obviously he's a very physically lovely person to look at. So congratulations to him on his face. Um, but <laughs> I really, I do think Dr. Linda is one of my favorite performances. She's just the best. Good choices. Yeah. Those are some good choices. Do you have a favorite episode or maybe story if you're not sure oh. on the episode? Well, so I'm not going to talk about any specific plots, but I remember before I started watch, I started watching once everything was on Netflix, including the Netflix only season. And I had heard from diehard Lucifer people or like somehow osmosed from my Twitter feed from diehard Lucifer people that, um, the Netflix season they did not like. Um, I That was my feed, like people had really strong feelings that like the show got bad or whatever. And I remember having a very, um, I definitely noticed the switch when I got to Netflix and the very first Netflix episode made me kind of go, oh, now what are we doing? Like, so I, I really liked that and I'm curious to see what they do with the next season. Hmm. So cool. I don't know if I want to be more specific than that for the yeah. sake of let's let's not spoil. Uh, we have two little things to say. First of all, you need to know that your sister, when you appeared on screen, said "bitch that caftan." So it's very <laughs> you look very glamorous. It's caftan um, time all the time, babies. <laughs> two has Gus made an appearance yet? If we're doing a tour of cats. He did make an appearance, but I had to go downtown into the office today, which is why my hair is freshly blow dried because I got out of the car and like took off my mask and my gloves and dove into the shower. Um, so I also got home. I've been gone for five hours, which is the longest time I've been gone in like three weeks. And he had barfed twice. So he feels a little bit poorly. Funny. So I'm not going to make him look into the ring light That's again. Okay. He, he made a brief appearance. My poor darling. Oh. Well, thank you for your lingerie expertise. Yeah. I learned every time you talk about this stuff, I learned something. That was very cool. Um, I am going to kick it back over to Kate to let us keep on moving through all of our, unless Kate, do you have any questions for Keenan? 
Uh, well, no, though I co-sign bits at Caftan because like, every, <laughs> everybody, we have a very attractive, uh, like, group of listeners here because you guys all look fabulous (laughs) and yeah i really need to up my game for the next one of these um but i will say that uh i sb had to take off uh so sb couldn't hang but a few thoughts uh, a few thoughts from her um obviously her favorite performance was jim rash like clearly uh so so there's there's that uh controversial opinion uh she did not care for trixie because every time she saw her she saw Trixie, she thought about cake, and SB doesn't have any cake in her house right now, and that was making it very challenging. Um, so so I just wanted to, to, for the listeners later, some thoughts from SB. So hopefully that she'll be able to join in next time that we do we do one of these. Um, then also, oh, a few questions, I mean, for Keenan, Scotty did mention here in the chat, what about uh, Maze's bras and and uh, lurker same thing Maze's bralettes so any thoughts on on her ensembles absolutely correct Maze does have the best I think or at least the most creative I mean to one extent it's like oh like sexy action babe Mm -hmm. it's like oh leather for a demon we we see what they're doing there but she does have cool stuff I find that whenever they're at a party or a fashion show or something's going on in the club it's just real boring shit <laughs> like <laughs> well and and i understand that they don't have the budget to clothe every one of lux's dancers and all of the britneys in agent provocateur although agent provocateur has been kind of boring lately but in like you know super fun or like high-end uh fedex uh fetish latex stuff or whatever but it's mall it's mall bras all the way it's um it the the hot pants and fishnets and um, triangle tops are f- straight from like sex shops where you can go and buy stuff for your pole dancing class. Like it's real mm-hmm. boring stuff. Yeah. I think you guys uh, were being a bit generous and it's, I don't think in the attempts to like come up with philosophical like reasons for this motivation, it's very clear as uh, someone said, I don't remember who somebody in the chat said is because of notes from Fox, right? Yeah. This was a show on Fox. That is a hundred percent why it is what it is visually. Um, yeah. And that's even something that is sort of a pet peeve for me about the show as much as I enjoy it is the lack of any variety in the body shapes and sizes and types of people that are on the show. Uh, it's not nearly interesting. Interesting enough, and also let's be very clear: someone who's been around and uh, embracing desire as long as Lucifer is going to be very like, like he's he's not going to have some of the same hangups that your that your main character on a network TV show is supposed to have. <laughs> oh, Lurker says I ne- needs more by action. Strong agree here. Uh, Scotty says I'm going to break my face, not in agreement. Lurker, he and Mazer by give us more. It needs way more by action. Yes, consensus in the chat. Uh, the last one I wanted to throw it to, if you if you want to talk, is Marcus. Do you want to do you want to talk with us a bit, or are you good just hanging out? I can try and talk. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hey, Marcus. Hi. How is your Lucifer season one rewatch been? Um, it's been pretty good um yeah i binged the first three seasons a couple years ago after it switched networks or whatever so it was kind of fun to go back and do it slowly this time mm-hmm. i love how like a daily an episode every day is slowly but it, it really feels so slow especially right now yeah it's i have to always like be like oh nope i do not want to watch another episode right away <laughs> <laughs> they took my wings no i must watch but 
not till tomorrow. Yeah. Did you have a favorite character or performance or episode or anything so far this season? Or this this rewatch? Yeah, it's hard to say because it's like I'm trying to not let what I know happens in seasons two through four color my opinion. So mm-hmm. I think Trixie is the best for like always when she appears, she's great. And I would say I agree with that Dr. Linda is one of the best characters, though I do like more where she ends up as opposed to early on where she's sleeping with Lucifer. That's a little sketchy kind of behavior for a therapist. So mm-hmm. once they got past that, she's definitely one of the best characters. Um, usually in these kinds of shows, I'm not the biggest fan of the lead, but I think uh, Tom Ellis does a great job with Lucifer in this one and is definitely uh, one of the best for just being uh, yeah being the correct lead for the show. Because it's such a it's such a like thing like I keep using this analogy, but it's just it's threading such a, a tiny needle of charming enough but not sleazy and uh, and funny but also serious and change tones on a dime. We've all talked about you know on the podcast here um, the the tonal balance being so important for this show to work. Now imagine, originally they were going to have the, Lucifer have an American accent. I mean, can you imagine? No, no. <laughs> yeah, feel free yeah, to unmute no. <laughs> anyone who would like to react to that. Because Lurker says, what? No? So yeah, no. yeah originally it was no. just so bad. It would have been so bad. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it, it, it's, a, I absolutely agree, uh, Marcus. It is, this kind like you you have to have the right lead and the performance from the lead uh, from Tom Ellis has been really really good to to make the rest of this stuff work so that we can sit here and talk about Trixie being awesome and Dr. Linda is it because we aren't talking about what were they thinking with this main character yeah he threaded the needle uh, just right i think so yeah yeah great i I'm mostly just looking forward to the second season because some of my uh, favorite things in the series happened in the second <laughs> season so yeah, uh, let's do a quick poll. Marcus, is, is season two your favorite? It might be. It's okay. kind of hard to almost compare like like season two to the Netflix season because like structurally it's very different. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be overall. Okay. Tanya, what about you? Um, season two is definitely one of my favorites. Just for me, really, like I said, I liked season one. But to get me to really, really love Lucifer, the show. So season two is kind of like my favorite. But I do understand what you say about season four. Mm-hmm. You definitely can see when it changed. Yeah. But uh, season two was character-wise, you know, it added, it just boosted it up. Like I said, I love an ensemble cast. And to start off with a good one and then continue to build with a good ensemble was like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I appreciated it. Yeah, there's some good character introductions in, in season two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Keenan, how about you? I, I don't remember enough. About <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. I did not watch it very focusedly as I am doing this time, obviously. So I'll report back. Yeah, I for me, I think it's four, two, one, and three. It depends on where we are in the season because parts of season three I like and parts of season three I think are really stupid. Um, or it's like, I like the season, but like, well, you know, if we get there. I know <laughs> what your beef is. Yeah, because it's stupid. 
It's very stupid, but that's okay. That's for a future thing, conversation. <sighs> okay. Um, do we have any final thoughts? Anybody have anything, final things they want to chime in or we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up our season one chat here. No, I just, uh, thank you for getting him to finally watch it. <laughs> you were a big part of that. <laughs> drifting in and out of rooms while I watch it and kind of judgily glaring at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, ha <laughs> And I still can't wait till we get, you know, if we get there to the, the, the Ikea uh, episode, which I'm so excited to, yeah. You know. Anyways, that's a. Don't worry about it. That's not episode. Yeah, it's don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Is it a is it a four or is it a two? I thought that was a three. Is that a is that is that a? I don't. I think that's a three. I think that's a three, because it has to do with a character and oh yeah. Okay, Okay. we're being very vague and that's annoying. Conversation too. That's yes, it's annoying. Okay, (laughs) you will probably be very annoyed with season three, but I think you will love season two. Okay. Well, we'll find out, like, starting tomorrow, probably. We will. <laughs> yeah, is that going? the plan? Well, that's tomorrow? what I, the we last thing I was going to ask. Are we starting season two tomorrow? Are we still on board for Lucifer season two? I am. Yeah, yeah? No, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Scotty already watched it, so Scotty. Yeah, so we got it. We got to catch up. Sorry, Scotty. We'll, gotta, we'll catch up to you tomorrow. Then we will be back with streaming in place to talk about Lucifer season two, episode one. I did not pull up the episode title. Does anybody know what it is? Everything's coming up, Lucifer. Everything's coming up, Lucifer. Oh my God. There had better be a fucking song from Gypsy in this episode. If he does no, not sing. It's it's everything coming up Millhouse reference <laughs> from The Simpsons. Well, right, but everything's coming up Millhouse's and <laughs> no, everything's coming up Rose's reference. Everything's coming up. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Scotty says mommy issues so, and yes. <laughs> yes, mommy issues. <laughs> oh, so many my issues. Can't oh wait. my goodness. Yeah, wait. it's good stuff. So that is that wraps up our episode today. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, feel free to to unmute and say goodbye. Uh, I hope you guys will be back tomorrow. Uh, but it's been an absolute blast. So we'll see you guys then. Bye. 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 Thank you.